What's the twist? Alien scared of water. <laughs> <laughs> what a twist. My, my, my Yo, what if they scared of water? Yo, what if it's in the air? That's what Shamon is, that, is. That the happening? That's yeah. That's okay. Happening. The crapping. That's okay. the that's the bird Shamon's monster. like on the writing floor, and I everyone's like, like the happening. Oh, I love the happening. They're thinking of like these. It's kind of bad. I thought it was okay. I thought it was kind of bad. bad. I mean, compared to this, it's, it's a kind fucking, of bad. It's, it's fucking it's Scorsese. Bad, it's, it's good bad. He it's, even he even said that he and wanted it to be bad. Yeah, he I was don't believe trying that. to make it. I bad. don't believe that. That's, That's why bullshit. I think it works for me is because I don't think he meant to. <laughs> no, I I agree, but I'm just saying like to Devin, who's saying it's actually not bad. Yeah, Devin. He he wants it to be I, bad. I, I don't. Think, I don't think it is. I don't think it's legit that bad. No, I don't either. That's, a, that's the classic like knee jerk. Like, no, oh, no, I meant no for it's to supposed be to be bad. It's yeah, supposed to be. Yeah, I, I, think I wouldn't. I, I thought M Night would be too proud to even say that. He said it's supposed to be like a send up to be horror, and uh, that's. But I feel like he got backed into a corner because people saw it, and he couldn't reasonably say it's not bad. Yeah, although he did say that about Lady in the Water, and boy, that movie. Sucks. I was gonna say, didn't he? He he doubled down on Lady in the Water, yeah. didn't he? Well, because he plays himself, you know, the savior As of the God. known universe. Yeah. Yeah. I need to see that still. No, you don't. It's awful. <laughs> but I kind of want to just out of sheer. That's like one uh, of the only Shyamalan's I haven't seen. Yeah, same. It's we should watch it together. It's really Ugh. bad. I would hate it. I would hate it too. Let's do it. I don't know. I have not. I have yet to see a Shyamalan movie that I don't like. Wait for Lady in really? the Water. There you go. But I haven't seen Lady in the Water. And of course, I haven't seen Last Airbender. <laughs> I don't know why. Ooh, boy. Ooh. Nah, you should never see that. Lady in the Water, though. We should We should watch it. I mean, I, I don't. I have no interest in. in I guess that's that kind of hard. Hard. no Shyamalan. Yeah. Nope, it's a little nope. fairy tale thing. He's trying to do Pan's Labyrinth, but he ends up just getting <laughs> lost in the labyrinth. More like Pan's Badbrinth. What? I, I was curious what he was gonna say. Pan's nice. Badbrinth. Yes, sir. He didn't More say like. Pan's Bad Breath or nothing like something that. Something like that, man. That's all he's got. Bad, and to be honest, breath. I don't blame him based on what we just did. I'm all out of juice, what boys. A zombie sucked it out with a straw. <laughs> zombie sucked it out of your titty. That's right. He sucked out all my titty meat. I'm left with flat little tits here. Flat little I'm tits. I'm so sorry to hear that. <laughs> all right. Let's fucking go. Wait, what's let's going start on? on that titty meat. Welcome to the Horrible Podcast, but we like to bring you uniquely face value reviews of horror movies. Uh, this week, we're going to be talking about Burial Grounds. We'll get that one out of the way ASAP. Good call. We'll also talk about Dead and Buried as well as Buried. Um, those are our three movies. I don't understand the theme. What's the theme? I don't we're know. Gonna, we're going to all get buried at the end of this where I wish I was. Yeah, it would have been nice. Um, so, anyway, I'm Devin here with the guys per usual. I got across from me, Blutster. Mm-hmm. That's me. That's how, usually, how, I'm usually in my normal spot right here. That's where I sit. How you doing? Uh, oof, I'm, <laughs> that's a loaded question. It, it's like when your your tires flat, you know, like your bike tire, and you're trying to desperately pump it up, and you're just like, but it's just not inflating. It's and you're like, this is gonna fully. take this is gonna take thirty seconds. I'll be back to normal, and then you just keep pumping, and it just doesn't work. Okay, finds out there's a hole in the tire. Sick analogy. So you, you have a hole. It I can never get inflated. You got a hole in your heart. I'm never gonna get inflated again. <laughs> Permanently deflated. Yeah. We were just talking about how um, I can't look at nipples anymore. <laughs> Not that I ever was going to in the first place. But. More specifically, though, I think it's that you couldn't suck any more nipples. Well, once again, not that I went to in the first place. <laughs> Dylan, what are your thoughts uh, from here on forth about nipples? Yeah, all this titty talk will make sense, I hope, in just a minute. But, <laughs> titty, uh, titty talk, it's our other podcast. <laughs> yeah. uh, this, this this is uh, going to be a weird one because like, as far as the whole week goes, like, I wasn't necessarily on a down foot, but right. we just saw a movie. We did. Maybe? I a mean, movie? I Question mark? And uh, boy, uh, it, it deflated me. Permanently I won't deflated. be able to look at my mom the same. I won't be able to look at any nipples the same. Or your, your, your mom's nipples. Or, or any man children. Especially your mom's nipples. Jesus. Uh, yeah, truth. Uh, Manton, 
adjacent voice. I, I honestly, what I want to know is like, um, when did you develop this fetish? Because you keep picking these like mother. I didn't son. choose. Uh, yeah, what the hell, Devin? I didn't choose. Um, fucking. Uh, Listen, I'm not gonna judge you. Devin S- just Satan's Google's little helper. It's movies, just, movies where mom's nip gets sucked. <laughs> Oh, and he puts horror as the very no, last. No, it's kind of fucked up that we could make that a theme. Yeah, well, yeah, we had Satan's yeah. Little Helper. Victim theme. No, I didn't do Satan's little, little Helper. Hey guys, I know you always rip on alive, but at least my movie didn't have weird mom fetish That's sex true. shit. So, uh, no, I'm sorry, you it can't might have. I, know I didn't still, finish the movie. It's, it's indefensible. Still, I'm sorry. Alive is still the it's worst. It's still movie. the worst. <laughs> just saying. Did you see any weird titties get sucked? Also, to be fair, it was well, just it was just two Japanese men standing in a room together. Exactly. Maybe later on they do that. Let's be clear here. You chose that movie as a gift to me. Well. <laughs> that makes it more offensive. I was trying to like yeah. shoehorn in a theme. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, you're right. And um, this one had a surprising amount of solid reviews on IMDb, and it's mm. called uh, Burial Grounds. And who better to give us a synopsis than Dylan, the man? Oh. Yeah. How fucking dare you! <laughs> I mean, to be fair, you. this is pretty easy. I've never asked you for anything, uh, but if I can ask you for something, well, I mean, I'm yeah. Sure. What, what, what is what is going on in the movie? Nothing. Uh, one sentence. Here's my it. here's my synopsis. It fucking sucks, and I oh, hate it. Wow. There you go. Hey, don't spoil. Hey, don't spoil the reviews uh, for everybody okay so what little plot there is involves horny people yeah. at a italian villa and then there's zombies which are casually <laughs> mentioned to be etruscans uh walking really slowly toward them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's the movie it's um well you forgot the part where the people fuck and oh, you forgot the most important no, sure. thing. We'll, we'll get to that. And then the zombies walk. I don't want to burn any actual cast because there's nothing to fucking talk well, about. Dylan forgot movie. the most important plot element. In the very first 30 seconds of the movie, we see an old bearded man with a tight white oh, yeah. shirt. Devin said, there he goes uses, my uncle. He uses a very oh, yeah. small pickaxe oh, yeah, to like yeah, yeah. do something in I a crypt somewhere. And I, I guess totally that's, forgot that's that supposed to... Well, because That's supposed to awaken the zombies. In, in a better movie, okay. yeah, they would say, yeah. like, oh, this awakens the zombies, and they'd have a lore dump later on where they're like, oh, these Etruscans had a magic tablet that my uncle was trying right. to find. Or They actually nope. forgot that. When the, nope. when the guys say awaken the zombies, it is literally like we... They get up. They we wake get, up. They literally they just wake up. No, no, no joke. Like, we get a, we get a great, a quote-unquote great, air quote, shot of uh, a zombie, like, basically laying in bed, and then he gets up casually, like the actor Five is just, like, minutes. thinking about just waking up to you his know alarm what's tight, clock. Though? The secret is he was method acting. He didn't even know he was going to be <laughs> filmed he was just taking a nap on set because he was that fucking is legitimately bored. what it looks like you know, and they're like put the camera on you know him. what's dope though like unironically the cover we're going to Chattanooga oh. Film Festival in a couple months, and I'm excited yeah. to say about that. I like oh, how yeah, Devin, yeah. We, we, he's, he's already trying to get us yep. off the rails. See, this is, talk about this the thing is, during the movie, Devin was like, hey well, guys, yeah. let's talk about Chattanooga. So we let's just kind of like fantasized about to, so having fun. April 11th through 14th, we'll be there. Dylan may not be there, but uh, the three of I'm us trying. will be. Um, we're, I mean, hopefully we're all four there. confirmed. So if anybody wants to meet us down in Chattanooga, Tennessee, yeah, April yeah. 11th through the 14th, that's Chatty where we'll Daddies. be watching It's the uh, Chattanooga Film Festival. Um, yep. I don't think they've announced the, the movies they yet. Haven't have they haven't yet. Okay. Uh, we should be pressed there, so we will be quote-unquote quote press. I feel like we're not. <laughs> I'm talking to the, per- the, the press. Oh, he's went. working on it. Bitch, I am the press. I was pressed last year, motherfucker. Last just time we went, we walked up toward one of the movies, and like this person in the hallway stopped us, and they are like, hey, are you guys from the podcast? And I was just like, at each other, we were like, really? well, so excited. Like, yes, we are. I was like, no, we're not. <laughs> we, we, we thought it was like maybe like a fan or something. He's like, oh, no. shit, okay, well, you guys, uh, it's okay that you're late, no big deal. You know, you're about to go on, and we were like, 
Oh shit! Uh, sorry, we're shockwave. We should have totally just ate, just just like we fucking... we talked about it. We were like, we should have just said, yeah, just done right. it. walked just down, down walked Hey, we showed up and they didn't. Yeah, shout out shockwaves. Uh, <laughs> anyway, took over their cast. Let's talk more about this movie. It's oh, by okay. a, a fucking yeah. Italian pervy weirdo Oedipus sex um, fiend. Yep. Uh, named Andrea Bianchi, and I want to read off his other movies. Yeah, so sure. the the one that we watched is Burial Ground, and no joke. Otherwise known as like Knights of Knights, Knights of, of Terror, Knights of Terror, because yeah, it's misspelled. Yeah. That I think we can all agree is a pretty title. fine normal title for an eighties horror sure. movie. That's the true. next movies he made are Strip Nude for Your Killer, mm-hmm. What yeah. the Peeper Saw, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Confessions of a Frustrated Housewife, yeah. Cry of a Prostitute. Oh, yeah. Okay, some of these have just got to be porn. Right? Naughty Teen. No, that's, that's just that's a horror a porn. movie. The yeah. Seduction of Angela. From and, the office? Uh, and then Fleshy Doll. <laughs> fleshy Ew. Doll. Nice. Okay. So that, that just is the most disgusting. This fleshy Doll is what I like so to be called. So if that gives you then, any indication of what we just watched, listeners in, out there. In context, this makes sense because this movie legitimately has less uh, like plot than a porno. Like there, yeah. I, there are porns that have ten times because the plot that is present. If in this the, movie. Well, if this was a porn, there'd be like weird like uh, drama that leads to sex. At least it would be something. Nothing. Right, there'd be nothing. there'd be some kind of story arc in between the sex and in between the killing. I would rather watch a porno with you guys just now. <laughs> I probably would have. Too. Honestly, would have because it would have been less uncomfortable. You know what's we funny? <laughs> We've watched movies that are literally about filming a porno, and they are more engaging than this what and have more plot. About filming the a porno? Ron oh, Jeremy two. one. The, oh. There was, was literally the two. One. There was uh, two yeah. that had the exact same. Oh, breadcrumbs! Yeah, yeah. yeah both, both terrible, but not as terrible as this. Yeah. yeah, this. Okay, so our, we, you talk about setup to sex here, and this one does not set up anything. Yeah. The setup to the sex is people drive up a driveway, and then as soon as they get into this fucking they house, just start they, start they just start fucking immediately in front of their children too. I, They're like, son I, walks I, in. <laughs> children uh, in air quotes. We'll oh, get to that. That's a long but, but I, I do story. want to point out that like you know we we watch a lot of especially like Italian movies, and we've watched they, porny shit. Before. They, they they get porny and, and yeah. whatever. It, it, ultimately, I don't really care, but. The thing is, like, we can't really overstate here, like, just how dull. Because the thing is, yeah, you have these people fucking in the first, like, five minutes. The entirety of the rest of the film is just people dressed as really, really bad uh, Halloween store zombies walking very, very, very slowly. And mm-hmm. when he says very, very, very slowly, I want you to picture very, very, very slowly in your head. Picture and I want you to slow that down five <laughs> times slower. It's like on YouTube when it's, you're watching Night of the Living Dead and you start watching it at half speed. It's just like... It's like they're moving frame Which by we all frame. It is time. fucking rough to I watch. I do it every night. Like we we've talked about how, how zombie movies don't necessarily need to have fast zombies to be scary. No, we generally do kind of prefer those ones, I think. Sure. But like you know, a movie like Night of the Living Dead, which notoriously we don't really like all that much, movie sucks. Like that at least has characters and it has a plot and yes, it has a it clear location. Them. And this one has none of that. It just has. It's like they saw that they were like, "Wow, isn't it scary when a zombie walks toward the screen?" That's all they got. And, this, and this, this is this is unforgivable. This is 1981. Yeah. This movie felt like something this that was came from after, 20 years prior, or yes. maybe even 30. This came out after not only great zombie movies, but great Italian zombie movies. Yeah, it came which out is after so weird. by Fulci and like yeah. everything this, else. This Did the director just not watch any friends. other yeah. movie? Just this, never this watch another horror? This would have only been forgivable if it had been released before Night of the Living Dead. Like, nobody sure. had seen a zombie yeah, movie, sure. and they were trying. And sure. even even to Living Dead's credit, I mean, that that's a movie that is... is takes place in a very small house where they're surrounded literally surrounded I mean yeah. none, none so, of us love that movie but no. it has craft and it, it, it yeah. is a film there's elements of of a successful story there in this movie characters they're in a, have dialogue they're in a giant they, that's an important element of movies too uh, this, <laughs> this movie they, they're in a giant fucking mansion with cars 
all kinds of avenues, and we've already said that they're being chased by the slowest I, creature in the world. I'm hard-pressed to think of a monster easier to escape from than the zombies in this movie, and a scenario easier to escape from than what they've got the, here. The only just way the characters die colors. was when they stand still, just they, sit they there. They continuously do that. Like, they, they will just have the characters stand stock still and look at the zombies and mm-hmm. then like like they are the camera sitting on a tripod waiting for the zombie to come to them. <laughs> I can't wait And to as die. the zombies are approaching, always, anytime the zombies are on screen, there is some of the worst music <laughs> yeah. we have ever so heard in a movie. Which it's you bad. listeners are going to have the fucking pleasure of listening to on yeah, the intro it's, or it's outro. It's going to be in the episode. It is going to be somewhere. It is like somebody picked up a Casio keyboard and then just started banging on like the laser sound effects. Brandon brought this up, Looser brought this up, which is that it sounds a lot like when you see like 1950s or, or whatever like you know like super Theremin old shit yeah like yeah. sci-fi films they show yeah. them the computer console and all the yeah. lights are blinking and you just hear Voyage or some shit. this is what the computer system sounds like in like a cartoon show yeah. but it's just, that's what they do the entire time it's just over zombies etruscan zombies walking toward these people why do they sound like a fucking laser gun what's going on i think on? i might know why i think that the music was what the done fuck is etruscan zombie it, they, they say they're etruscans like the pre-romans in italy oh, and everything but they never dumb. do anything with that like, remember when they did something that no you know i remember what they did with that which is that they hired a 25 year old man to play oh the boy. little boy <laughs> God, we gotta talk about this I, I have to emphasize the one successful element of this movie was how ugly that son was <laughs> he is repulsive he is so wait, are you things. telling me that you measure a film success based on how ugly the children are okay so the one the one line uh synopsis for the movie just says uber creepy son or something like that yeah. super yeah. creepy yeah. son uh, on on and they, they fucking they nailed it like that kid looks gross he is creepy he sounds creepy like, like why does shutter have Eric? this I, well here here it probably costs a single dollar to yeah. put it on this <laughs> so site that's, if that's, one person watches it I mean, they made their honestly, money honestly even even based on their synopsis it seems like they felt like this movie's bullshit and they it is and the, the other thing about this too this is this is what i think and, and i i know that there are really high reviews for this but i think that the reason why this has some kind of cult appeal to it is that it is as absolutely bafflingly terrible and it has like some really weird shit like with the son and the mom I, I, I really think that's it. It almost makes it worse. And it sadly, does. it's going to make me make remember it, worse. It. it. does make it worse. But I think that that is the kind of shit that, like, you know, it's like it's like people go to, like, a, like you know, a horror festival or whatever, and they're talking with their buddies, and they're like, oh, you got to see this because it's got something really fucked up and but weird. Is that who, us? Who do you recommend? <laughs> like, are we going to be doing that? That's us. Who do you recommend this movie to? Because if you like zombies... Not, not us. You're not us. They're Your shit zombies. If you like Italian weirdness, this is even beyond oh, no, that. This, this I takes, love Italian weirdness. This, this is, no, no. This takes the, the, the worst things about Italian movies and, like, emphasizes them, magnifies them, but, like, yeah, like crazy. Yeah. Whether it's... Oh, speaking of, my, my, my least favorite thing about Italian movies is the overdubbing. Yes, this movie yes, managed, so bad. I was going to say that exactly. They managed to actually make it worse than the any other Italian movie I've ever seen to the point where there's like entire sentences of dialogue delivered where no one moves a mouth or uh, someone mouths for five seconds and then they say hell I should also- I, just just to give the other side of that like I, I love the Italian dubbing and I and I, and I it cracks me up, it. but there's like basically none of it there's almost no dialogue in the entire sure. movie the only funny bits are like when the kids like mommy and it's a grown man <laughs> I, I should I say it's it's not only, it's not just like they take the worst things out of Italian film but they also take some of the best things about Italian film making it shit all over it like synthy music like or we gore. get from um oh. Fabio oh Frizzy or from um, Goblin. To, to think that they, there's they other movies it. that we could have Gore seen. Gore as well, that. yes. Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. I, I was just going to say, if you think about, if you really boil it down, like they tried to make an Italian horror movie, yeah, quote unquote, yeah. and pretty much did the worst they just did the opposite worst version they of every, every one of those. Anything every good they gave, Italian movies, they, they gave their up. son the keyboard. Okay, son, yeah. make me some synth shit like Goblin, all right? Yeah. Go. And he's just like, boo, 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 boo. <laughs> 
<laughs> just like fucking smashing really, his it, face. It does feel like you just gave your your like baby son a, a xylophone and yeah. let him go your at baby it. Baby twenty five year old son. Yeah, baby he's just son. banging away. And they're like, at it. all right, we 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 love Fulch, we love Bava. Give me some sweet special effects, and then they get some dude with a cantaloupe and a fucking red sure, paintbrush. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then they grab a camera and either they're doing one of two things: they're setting it on a tripod and just waiting for something to come really like slowly toward it, or they're zooming in all the way yeah. on something to the part where you can't fucking tell what's going on. Uh, my personal favorite effect is when the little boy uh, ran, tried desperately tried to run like a little boy and ended up looking so Flap, amazingly his stupid. Little, his little wrist. This this grown man just like you know. I don't you, I don't know if we've made this clear. You can see the director people. being like, okay, now run like a little boy would run, and he's like, okay. I don't know if we've made it clear enough to, to people what this is. Like this is a literal twenty five year old man yeah. who's weird looking on top of it. He's just Very a little short, tiny man he's trying short. to play a a child, but they haven't like dressed him up as a child or anything. Like he's just like Kinda. a little man. Well, he just he looks, looks like a weird little pervert. He looks absolutely obsessed. He sounds like a weird little pervert. It turns out he is. Me, my wife, I want to suck my mom's titty. Wow. That's basically what he's fucking saying. Blooster's not making this up. He's not. <laughs> That's what he like sounds like. Combined <laughs> Jar Jar Binks and a little boy. That's disturbing. It's it. The, There's no way to imitate it. This like, scene is is the worst mama. thing in a long string of really terrible things. So. Tell, like, tell us what happens here, Blues. Well, I, I want to kind of set it up because, I mean, we've seen movies with weird sex. We've seen movies with really weird, like, parental themes, okay? And men, even either through the synopsis or something, knew that something was going to happen. I found out about that, yeah. Right? We knew that something weird was going to happen between the mom and the son. We were mentally prepared. We've, this we've is, trained this, for years to be so ready for this. This was so funny because everybody in the room was, like, joking about it. And we were all, like, laughing about it. Yep. And then it actually happened. And you guys were, like, really genuinely disturbed. Because, because it really shows just how disgusting the director is. Because <laughs> this movie, we're... we're probably 45 minutes in nothing has happened we've gotten away from all the sex and we're just watching zombies for 30 minutes straight yeah. just kind of slowly yeah. eat people right in the middle of all of this nonsense the all of a sudden the start no, making out there's just a weird scene the the big zombie attack like yeah. they're yeah. fighting off a bunch of zombies the moment after the son yeah. just starts groping his mom and like grabbing her well, they're chest like making out well, and, and she's kind of weird. into it and they, i'm like they start making they make out. out yeah the direct can you imagine the director just egging the son like oh yeah go get reach into her skirt this this is this the thing is the whole reason why they got a 25 year old man to play this little Boy. Suck on his mama's so titty. This, this was like very clearly something they wanted to put in the movie. This wasn't like it's so fucking uh, it was so this important. Wasn't an afterthought. It's this so isn't... important that you stop a giant action sequence to do it. I I this, feel like I would, I, when I say giant, giant, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry. When I say Dude, giant, I mean action. You I just mean it's long. It's just long. That's what I mean. Yeah, not the boys. Did. I I guess maybe the reason why we don't know. We don't know. <laughs> I think ultimately the reason why they did this is they wanted to have that final scene at the end with the little boy coming back as a zombie. It's gonna really hit harder. Yeah, I because guess it makes wanted... sense then when they do it. No, they haven't fucking bought the ticket. Like this director clearly just wanted to do this thing, and so he just has yeah. all the setup for this. Like they stopped doing <sighs> the porny stuff with like people fucking anywhere else. And it, it's not that like he wanted to do this because he wanted to see the mom actress naked. It's like he clearly just wanted this weird looking twenty five year old son to mom's suck nipples. on his mom's titties. That's what makes it so it's icky. So gross. It feels so shoehorned in that the director literally just wanted to see a mom and a son do it's some just weird. Made our dicks shrivel up into our. It's, all, it's oh, probably, my dick's gone permanently. We, it we, ran away. And we know about fucking dumb shit like this, like a Serbian film and shit. But I think at least in a Serbian film, it's meant like a shock factor and stuff. It's not bad. I don't this, know what it is. This is like hey, this, check this, this is out. for like one person in the world to jack off. Yes, too. exactly. This is like supposed the to be the legit like sex sexual and great. 
great or like whatever. Like on top of I, all I, that, I don't, I don't know what it's supposed to be. On top of all that, the movie around it is one of the goddamn dullest things I have yeah, ever yeah. seen. This, in my this, life. this is the big problem: is that like I think that like you, you slap that weird thing in the movie, you know, whatever. But <laughs> slap that weird boy on the table. Listen, whatever. But then the, the, the flip side of that is that like what really matters is this is so boring I mean it's so the, fucking boring when you, when you have Dylan horrible. screaming that's when you know I, you've dude, achieved a level of boring I can't that, uh, overstate how boring this movie is and I was just screaming at the top of my lungs through it as really I sometimes boring. sometimes will do in a movie but in this one like I, I felt truly broken like I, I felt like yeah, I did not you, know you what entertainment done. was anymore I, was I, just I just wanna stuck. I wanna I'm gonna bring up one of the jokes I made during the movie because it's it's really really bad and it's gonna out of context it's gonna be even worse. Great, but oh, it's no. Dylan was at such a low point in his life that he fucking <laughs> thought this was so funny. He just was breaking down laughing. We were in a uh, like an art studio or something where there was like a piece a pile of who oh, knows yeah, cut pieces of wood yeah. and there was a, just a pile of sawdust and I said. <laughs> Did you know that sawdust is the past tense of sea dust? And don't just let that seep in for a second. Just started laughing. His chef couldn't stop laughing for like a full minute. I was so broken, so broken. And I and I laughed like ashamedly because that was a terrible joke. This movie came out the same year as American Werewolf in London. Oh my god! What? It came out the same year as The Evil Dead. Oh my god! It came out the same year as The Burning. Oh! Came out the same year as My Bloody Valentine. Honestly, dude, Evil Dead probably has a similar budget. Yeah, yeah, probably. It's actually, it's actually. You know, it's fair. It's Italian villa in this. This movie probably had a decent budget. It came out the same year as The Beyond, which is another Italian horror. Fuck, I love The Beyond. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, this movie came out in 81, which is like arguably the, maybe the best year for horror Prime movies. Time. Yeah, absolutely. Like, th- there's no excuse. Like, no. Y- when you're when you're just a human on this planet, you're going to experience other movies. Like, if you ever, if you enjoy <laughs> movies at all, you're going to experience other ones. I think if, you, if this is the only movie you could ever experience, I think you should just not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just, no go other just go through life not knowing that a movie is a thing. Yes. Just instead. I think that's it. It's just amazing to me that you can be surrounded like, you know, Italian or sorry, Italy at the time was probably just swarming with horror enthusiasts, right? The entire world over is just fucking pumping out horror movies every day. And then this gets out like. How do you how do you make this piece of shit? I like shit? how you say it gets out. Like this is something that should never. It escaped the editing floor. It literally had to. It's like a shame. zombie outbreak. It had it's to like, crawl out in the be, night out of the fucking editing floor. Quarantined like a monkey with a rage virus. <laughs> you guys know how like back in the eighties or whatever there was that terrible ET game. They just it was so bad they, they just decided the to bury it yeah. in the fucking desert. That's what they should do with this movie. Oh, yeah. absolutely. And that's the only way it would Can't ever survive if every other movie was deleted or destroyed. This movie, you're right. No excuse. This movie came out five years after shit like Suspiria which is an Argento Italian horror film. There's a lot of giallos that came out before. This came out after Dawn of the Dead, five let alone... Five years after yeah, Sexist Yeah. It came out about five in years after... In his own home country, he could have seen a movie so, and yeah. understood what a movie was. Let's, let's I'm inspired by all these great movies. It came out five years after Dawn of the Dead, five years after Suspiria. You were like, what else? Do, what other blueprints do you need? I mean, you have Fulci movies coming out before that with Zombie and, and maybe even Zombie 2 around the same time. The Beyond, etc. This guy, fucking Christ. No excuses... This movie is is uh, yeah legit one of the worst we'll see this year by far. Um, and what's even worse of an offense than a, a timed leader, which we've talked about in the past, <laughs> which this absolutely is. Well, no, I love the, the, that with one say, exception. It's worse because it it's gonna leave a, 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 a disgusting scar. taste, yeah, yeah, in my mouth and a scar because it's not gonna delete. What won't be deleted is that visual of that little man child, that awful taste in her mouth. <laughs> it's disgusting and dirty. Nips. And I, I would much rather. <laughs> I would much rather just have time deleted off my fucking my clock, uh, my life clock, <laughs> than 
Like pretty much everything will be deleted. This actually has deleted pleasure from your life. Yeah. Yes, it's sure. actually lowered the quality of our lives it, it's, for it's, other aspects. It's time deletion plus five minutes that I'll never forget. It's like a debuff you can't get rid it's, of. It's, it's, it's the it's <laughs> the, the worst. The worst exactly. <laughs> the worst of both worlds. Uh, I, I mean, I can't. Is that your review? Unrecommended enough. Yeah, this is my review. <laughs> unrecommended. Unrecommended. Uh, is that the word? I don't fucking. I think sure. it's a stinker. I think I think we're trying to form new vocabulary we to describe how bad is, this movie is. It deserves and it. how much you shouldn't. Watch I'm it. just gonna move my mouse. Somebody ADR some stuff over later. <laughs> Hail! When we find when we find the appropriate words, <laughs> it's the worst. Movie. I hate to break it to you, but we don't have to do a visual thing. So. Oh damn! Yeah, it's it's, it's 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 just one of the worst. I mean, there's no doubt. It's it's not only one of the worst, but it's disgusting. On top of it, uh, mondo mondo stinker. I don't know. Um, I, I I'm, I'm I wasn't quite where Dylan was, but I was I was maybe feeling similar, but just more dead inside and didn't want to be vocal about it. I don't know, Dylan. Talk about it. Yeah, we mentioned um, Alive in relation to this one uh, for very good reason. That notoriously is the worst thing we've ever, ever watched for Thank this Thank God cast. I didn't recommend this one. But hang on. This might be on the same tier. Like, this is not bad. It is really, really fucking bad. It is, it is. It got me to scream just to feel something because it's just so long of nothing. Absolutely nothing happening. Nothing worth writing home about nothing cool to look at actually like aggressively assaulting you in your eardrums like just <laughs> just horrible to listen to Devin did something I've never seen him do which is turn the volume down I'm so glad he did <laughs> yeah. actually never you know what that. I've never seen Devin do that because he loves his movies loud no he's always like can we turn it up can we I turn it up we, we literally up? can't get it louder just 30 minutes he, left I just took the remote and he couldn't even figure out how to turn the volume down because he's never done it where's the down button I had to find the right remote and I did and I said we're going down because the fucking cacophony yeah, the shitty down. ass soundtrack yeah, was like, I, I, I can't overstate how fucking bad this soundtrack is. Like, it just hurts to listen to, and you're gonna you listen to it every time you see a zombie, yeah. which is the only trick this movie has. So it's just zombies walking slowly toward the screen with playing over it. It just wears you down. I just spit into my microphone. That was so funny. It wears you down, and the reward for getting worn down is to see one of the most uncomfortable things we've seen in a movie. I hate this i loathe it with every fiber of my being i cannot express how deep of a stinker this is what, i fucking hate what's the movie. last movie we saw that made you feel like this grimy grossness like alive this, for me well no i mean like like sexual gross i think like, for me it was um the german movie oh uh, yeah angst uh, angst yeah. For, and for me angst made me feel that way angst and, is close to and also even though this movie is dog shit and really bad looking and kind of stupid uh when i when i actually made myself watch guinea pig with my with my buddy i just <laughs> I don't know why i just know why did that didn't you watch all of them? Morbid curiosity. No, I watched like two or three, and they yeah. and they were stupid, but they still had this uh, underlying grossness, this this ugh, lingering grossness afterwards. Anyway, Blooster, let's let's talk about this lingering grossness of of uh, burial ground. I just want to. I wish I could clap for you guys. That'd be terrible in the microphone, but you guys, <laughs> you guys killed it. I mean, you can do it outside the microphone. It, like this. It's it's so hard to put. There's there's just times where you see something so so good and you can't describe it right you yep. can't yeah. think of the way to tell your friend how great it is because yeah. it just there's no equal right this is a movie that I mean we've seen terrible shit in this and on this podcast but I feel like we have to come up with new ways yep. to describe how dog shit this stinker movie is. doesn't do it justice because, yeah stinker just isn't even good enough it isn't it's just inadequate to describe how <laughs> shitty this movie is because not only like I mean Devin killed it not only is this movie boring and awful and oppressively shitty like. 
it's going to be boring, but then it's also going to blow your ears out with how fucking awful it is. It doesn't God, want you to it. forget that you're watching yeah. it. You can't just look at your can't phone escape. and look away. You're going to fucking hear it all night. It's, it's like sexual <sighs> screaming and beep, boop, 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 boop. it's awful. <laughs> I mean, when we started this movie, like Dylan just immediately was yelling at the screen immediately. <laughs> and I was like, okay, come on, Dylan, let's. Let's give this a shot. You know, I was—I could tell from so I was, early on. I was really hoping that maybe something would happen, but I, I was hoping to. By the midpoint, I'm like, Dill, just keep ramping it up. Buddy. I wish we yeah, could get another Dylan so we could have like an orchestra screaming at the, at the screen. It was amazing. Like, oh, oh, exactly. I wanted fuck. like I wanted all the different tones of Dylan screaming. Like it, I wish we could just blend those together and make a track out of it. It would probably sound like this movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. But on top of that, on top of all the awful and all on all just the shittiness, it looks like shit. It feels like shit. It yeah. sounds like shit. Yeah. And then it's it has so to get slow. and then it has to get icky and yeah, weird yeah. and gross. And I just was praying. I'm like, oh, I hope this director never made another movie. That son of a bitch. No, it turns out he made fleshy turns dolls. Out, turns out he made like 30 he made of fleshy them. dolls God after that. Damn it. I'm so mad. Somebody Cry of a prostitute. Somebody paid someone to make this movie. Can you fucking think of that? That's he's insane. dead now. Like a hundred people. Thank God. No, he's, he's dead. Thank God. Sure? There's yeah. justice. No, I'm kidding. Rest in piss. I thought I just looked it up. He's 88 years old. I hope he's burning in uh, hell right I now. I think it said it said when he died. Yeah. Somebody, somebody confirmed this. Not anyway, soon let's, enough, honestly. Let's let's get this one out of here. This, I mean, you if you've We're heard spending too much time on this. Exactly. If you've heard anything in our review, you just need to know that you do not watch this. I'm not going to say it's a stinker because it does not. Like I feel like that would make that word. In my vocabulary, gross now. I don't even want to associate this movie with that. This movie fucking sucks. Don't ever watch it. Oh, yeah. He definitely died uh, in 2013 in a nice France. Nice. <laughs> very good. Uh, very good. Nice. Speaking of very good, man. Uh, that's <sighs> uh, yeah. So I I was kind of where Bluster was at first. I mean, I, I always enjoyed Dylan screaming, but um, I, I was. <laughs> Screens <laughs> of ecstasy. I mixed one of us. Oh. <laughs> uh, I, but, I, but at the same time, like, I you know, this is the thing is that like Italian dog shit I do kind of get into and I and I, I am okay with it. Well, I, speak of other, what, what, what other Italian dog shit are you referring to? Well, I mean, like, you guys have like a, a strong, uh, you know, it's I like, like, like a, Ita- I mean, it's it's so weird. You have, you have like a negative bias towards like yeah, Italian, sure. Italian films. I do. Like I don't necessarily. I, 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 I'm do. coming yeah. around I thought to you them. definitely did. No, I'm coming around to them like crazy. Well, I'm the other way around. Yeah, I'm like. The other way around, I I eat this shit up. I mean, I, like even some of the the lesser ones that we've seen, I actually kind of like uh, on a lot of levels. Like, what, just, like Inferno or Bay something. Bay of Blood and shit. Yeah, Bay of Bay Blood of for Blood? sure. And I'm then okay like, with that one. Bay of Blood. Uh, yeah. Even even honestly, even Inferno, I, I kind of am into. I know it. I know it's. Uh, and, and I get that. Garbage. I get that. I get that. It is garbage. But at the same time, there is something charming about them to me. Screaming but, skeleton. Yeah. That all being said, yep. uh, this is not this is not that, and it's weird to me that this movie has great reviews. Um, I don't know. I'll just say that, like, as someone that you know, I was watching this. The the music didn't offend me on the level that it offended you guys. I think I just don't really get that bothered by these types of things. Like, shit. Even the the creepy little boy was mostly making me laugh. Um, but th- this the thing is that like it's dog shit. It's it's so boring. It's so so boring. And the couple moments of either amusement or disgust that you'll get in the film are just not worth any kind of price of admission on this. It's it's very 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 bad and I, I would even to people that are are looking for like bad Italian films to sort of uh, be amused by this is not the one it just isn't it just keeps it, there's searching. just there's just so many better choices so it's it's a major stink man the only thing I take solace in is the fact that we will never have to watch this again nobody can request this and, through patreon or anything I will never have to sit through this movie got. again 
That's yeah, true. and I, that's I, so I, sad. I, that's your takeaway. I truly wonder if this is <laughs> the worst one of the bunch. Like, is is there a worse Italian? No, no we, are, we have not seen the worst Italian. I think you're talking about this week. I'm like, uh, uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I was like, Wait, are you asking no. it, has there ever been a movie made in Italy worse than this? I'm not sure. We <laughs> not that I've seen. Not, I mean, I don't want to find yeah. it. I, I hope it just stays buried. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Dead and buried. Uh, let's move on. Dead Come and on. buried. Speaking of, oh, uh, nice. let's talk about this movie. Sick transition. All right. Um, this movie uh, came out also in 1981. Are you oh, fucking kidding yeah, me? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Wow. And, 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 and we when have, you put it in the time period, it gets yeah. even worse. We have a new appreciation for Dead and Buried. I'm sure. Um, yeah. yeah. This one is uh, notably written by Dan, um, Dan, Dan O'Bannon, O'Bannon yeah. who, did, who wrote Alien as well as Returning the Living Dead and stuff like that. Um, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. he did Return of the Living Dead. I too. think so. And one, one of John Carpenter. Carpenter's besties, um, uh, notably, and uh, also makeup done by Stan Winston. So it's kind of like an alien. Yeah. Did mm-hmm. Stan Winston work on Aliens? No, he did like Jurassic Park and everything. Did he do Aliens though? He might have. I actually. thought he did. I think he did yeah. Aliens. But uh, anyway, one of them. The yeah. way you're describing this, it's like polar opposite of what we just saw. <laughs> yeah, but none of that. Good is, things. Good well, things. Good things. It's, good not, things. Even, it's, good not, things. it's <laughs> not even just good things. It's just like you, you start thinking sci-fi effects, craziness, but it's not like that. Dead no. and buried. But, it, but it's also not like what you might be thinking it is. So let's right. fuck, let's let's try to fucking uh, let's unleash this beast on our listeners. Um, Let's give this one over to Blutster. Thanks, but I did. The we watched eye, this. I did the eye wiggle for you. Yeah, yeah. We watched so this you know together uh, on on my projector downstairs, um, and it was it was interesting. You and Blutz did. Me and Blutz. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's funny we had a room full, but people were kind of coming people and going. Were, it was I, basically just you and me watching. With a lot Lennon. of going for sure. <laughs> um, so this is an interesting flick. We went into it with a certain idea, and we'll talk sure. about we'll talk about what actually unfolded, but. Basically, the premise is you've got a very, very small, uh, tight-knit little village. It's near the sea somewhere. Oh, what's it called? It's something uh, Bluff? Potter's, Potter's, Potter's Bluff. Potter's Bluff. Thank yeah. you. And uh, a tourist comes in. He's a photographer. He's just coming uh, in for the weekend to take some pictures. This movie starts off kind of porny, too. It does. It really does. And uh, he, he's on the beach taking pictures of the beautiful sunset. It's a nice locale. And there's a lady that approaches him and basically starts to seduce him. And as he's taking pictures of her, all of a sudden a huge oh mob God. of people show up and brutally murder him and yeah. set him on fire. Yeah, it's uh, fucked up. Fast forward a little bit, the local sheriff is like, whoa, this is a quiet village, you know, I we've never had killings like this. So he investigates and he's taking it very seriously. But it's like a car wreck. That, 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 yeah, they like think it. it's just a car wreck, right? But yeah. we know, we know that there's something going on in this town and maybe some of the villagers are in on it. But basically... People start going missing. People start dying, and the the sheriff, who's kind of newly in from the big city, he's a real you know, professional investigator. He's trying to get to the bottom of this, and we find out that the there might be more to this town. Than sure. Meets and honestly, per the synopsis that you'll read anywhere, there's a little bit of reanimation uh, going on too, uh, where people are starting to fall off the, the the face of the earth, but then kind of come back as well. So that's kind of an aspect to it. That's sure. in the synopsis, so it shouldn't be much of a spoiler. I, I think that uh, we all kind of went into this with a certain idea yes. of what it was going to be, and I think that it kept that idea up for the first, like, ten minutes. I think that when it when it first started, uh, we have the, the cameraman saying, like, oh, so pretty, Lisa, smile for me. And it felt very Tim and Eric and, and very yeah. schlocky and uh, very, very, like, goofy but, shitty but it, b-movie but the rest of the film the is second the mob like comes that. though well, it, it hits hard yeah yeah no and honestly when the mob showed up it's really pretty good. fucked up yeah, like it's, it, it kind of like makes you think and it's got the whole like you know music it's a good bait and switch like, honestly feels like it's getting really porny and you're just about to see some yeah. schlock of people fucking on yeah, the beach yeah. and the sh- the minute that shoe drops in that scene you're like oh fuck yeah like, they like I, take I uh, crowbars to his legs and like it's yeah. it's fucked up i want to emphasize that it's kind of extremely sudden like whenever yeah. this mob attacks it's kind of comical how they come out of like the oh, dirt oh I definitely laughed at first yeah. but I do think that the just the 
how sudden it is is actually kind of scary. Like there was there's a yeah. couple jump scares that kind of got me because I, was I like, didn't know Jesus. what the hell was going to happen. They, they disarm you because they, they they make you think you're getting into one thing and really this is something else entirely. The entire film, really. Yeah, it so, is a big bait switch. But but I mean, kind of early for me, the 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 beach scene was it was cool, but also had me worried. I was like, I feel like this movie is showing me too much yep. too soon because. The it seems that the only person in this whole area that doesn't know what's going on is the sheriff, which you know, is cool. It gives me Wicker oh, Man. Oh yeah, vibes. yeah, it could yeah, be cool. Sure. Yeah. And again, I haven't seen Wicker Man, so I don't. Oh my oh, god! But the thing is, we is, haven't shamed you this episode yet. We need to shame like you. Oh, I do it myself. Jesus we need to do it every episode. Yeah. I, I need to do it myself. You're an idiot. Watch Wicker Man. Everyone this whole weekend was making fun of me. Actually, when we were watching this, they're like, "What the fuck, Blue?" Because you haven't seen Wicker Man. Exactly. Oh, good. This Thank really god. does though feel like a Wicker Man style setup, where you know you've got like a town that's a little bit more than appears, and that's a trope that I generally really like. Great. Yeah, I dig it. I like it for a good part in this one too but i do agree with blutster that i it, it feels off in a sense like they they show you immediately and the synopsis of the movie even tells you know that it's sure. the, the townspeople murdering people from out of town right you know so much more you have so yeah. much more dramatic irony than the the the, yeah. the main guy and that's not necessarily a problem not i think it kind of is though because he spends the large bulk of this film trying to investigate exactly that's that the problem to figure out who has been killing these people we know from minute yeah, we, one. We know pretty quickly. And it's not as if he's getting much closer to it throughout the, the no. run until the movie starts to change what he's investigating without him knowing. That's important. And in that part, I think it kind of works. But there is a whole lot of, of dramatic irony in this movie that I don't think works. I, I just think the, the problem is that I, I, I acknowledge the, the mystery, right? I knew that we were already going to know what it is. It's not a Would problem. Would have been a great whodunit if they phrased it differently. I wanted them to, like Dylan's saying, I wanted them to switch gears to go to the other thing, right? Or go to something else because they keep showing you, for a lot of the movie, they keep showing us these these killings, right? And it's kind of like, a, oh my gosh, I can't believe they're back. You know, Am I supposed to be surprised? I mean, I'm, I'm not sure. Sure. I I, th- I think you're supposed to be intrigued, and and I was, but I think that um there's just not like this ultimately is a is a mystery that should be told in like a shorter format, yes. like something like a Twilight Zone or like a an anthology, sure. even even like a longer anthology, like you know two or three movies in 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 one full length feature. I, I had the sense through this entire thing. I was like, man, if this was a a bit shorter, and if it was the short a short and creep show, it would stand up along the other creep show things and and be a really good one of those. I should point out that uh, w- with my viewing, I I started it um, not not even that late on Saturday night. And I got so, so, so sleepy while watching this. And, and I do think it's the movie's fault. I think it bored me. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But, I, but I did. I came back to it the next morning, starting from the second half, you know, the, That's the, where it picks the up. second half. Yeah. And honestly, like that second half, I was enjoying it. And Rachel didn't watch the first half, but she watched the second half with me. And she was like, oh, this is good. And I'm That's like, yeah, happened. it's weird. I had the it exact same thing yeah. happened in our viewing. Matt showed up at the very end. He's like, and I was kind of like, I'd kind of check like, that at that the point. Movie? We were like, it's not that great. And he's like, oh, this he's is like, awesome. This movie he was fucking rules. loving yeah. it. Yeah. If you come in at the second half. Because the second half's really good. I do yeah. want to highlight yeah. one thing, though. When we started the synopsis, we talked about some of the big names that are involved in this movie. And I want to say that. For as far as like effects that and just, visuals, yeah, this there's movie an, looks great. There's an incredible reanimation scene that's like a that's um. No. Oh my oh, god! Yeah, yes. What's the time word? By piece. The time it's lapse. a time lapse. Yeah. yeah, by Stan Winston. That's incredible. They're really cool. Uh, speaking that's of cool. Dan O'Bannon, there's a fantastic monologue by the mortician slash coroner yeah. when he's talking about making up dead bodies. Um, that that he talks with the sheriff yeah. about. Yeah. It's like, and I was just, it was so good. I was like, this doesn't it almost didn't belong in a movie like I, this. I feel like the script I was, like, that's was Dan tight. O'Bannon. That's Dan O'Bannon. Yeah, that dude knows how to fucking write a goddamn movie. I feel like the script was really good. 
yeah. a lot of the, it was well written. A lot the of the dialogue well made sense, but I think what they were trying to do is they were trying to have a creepy vibe to the town as they delivered the lines, right? And it just yeah. never quite clicked. But with they tried to establish the creepy vibe by from moment one, yes, yes, murdering yeah. the yes. shit out of somebody. I didn't yeah. say they nailed it exactly. Well, the, I, the pacing is off here. I actually, I actually weird. think that the moment one murdering the shit out it's of great. is actually a good idea. I think that that sets up the intrigue that you they need. They don't follow through on it, right? Yeah, though. exactly. They they take way too long to sort of like unravel it and well, the, the deeper mystery like a mystery but that it's not like the first part is yeah, not a mystery uh, the, they what they should have done is moved some of the the last minute twists move a couple of them yes, earlier that shit's cool. maybe even the final twist move that way earlier yeah. and see how we deal with that final twist yeah. i think they just needed stuff to kind of i think they they front loaded and back loaded everything they, did, they yeah. needed to really spread it out this but, movie has like like three different hands that it's playing and the last one is really good yeah the first one's pretty good too but that middle one is like what <laughs> like, it's a tough movie to break down because like i had such a range of emotion when i watched it i was loving it at the beginning and throughout like i was engaged i was never bored like well that, that's not true i was bored i was bored but like I had never fully checked out. It wasn't right, like a, it wasn't like a, a no. burial grounds where I was like, "Fuck this movie!" Can't wait for it to be over. No, I was just like, "Man, I really, really want to like this movie. I really am excited to see what they're gonna give me." But dude, you need to fucking hurry it up. And this movie's not that long either. I, I think one of the other big problems of that too is as good as this movie looks and is generally acted and sounds and everything too. There's a, yes. a really big, really big downstep in a, where a lot of these kills, a lot of the like yeah. action scenes, for so better, hard lack to of a better word, are so fucking hard to see because they're because shot at night. night. And you know, most movies would do kind of like and a day for night everywhere. or they'd have like lighting somewhere, but they don't really light any of this. I couldn't tell what the fuck was happening in at least two of these. I think kill me and Blue scenes. We had the, the same, same problem, problem. Yeah. and I don't know if it's because we were watching a projector thought, or not. I, but I thought it was the projector, but on second no. hearing from like yeah. Dylan, maybe it was I just on my computer. It just looked a little muddy. I yeah. didn't have that issue, but I don't know. It, I I could see that it, it was just sort of like a for me it was a very flat film. Yeah. I mean, I don't Which know. Which works when you're filming on a sunlit beach, right? right? Yeah. That's beautiful. Are oh, you... we have another big name in this, don't we? Robert Ro England. Robert England. Yes. Oh, Robert England. I fucking That's forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, oh, Lordy. Yeah, for sure. And we the only just, reason I remember that, we just watched, we Freddy's, just watched Freddy's Dead, Dead on Friday. Uh, Which, Which we'll talk we'll, about. We will talk about that we'll at some point. Second. Yeah. Um, uh, yep. But uh, yeah, yeah, the, 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 the middle part of this of this movie is is not only it's dragging, it's plotting, it also is very hard to see. So it really does make it difficult to get from point A to, to B, which are both worth <laughs> yeah, watching. Opening and closing are really strong here. The middle yeah. is just so saggy. Right. I think part of it is, like you said, down the visuals, it's nighttime and we're seeing a lot of the same stuff. Like mm -hmm. we're gonna yeah. meet a new person that's coming to it's, town. It's weird. A lot of people keep coming to this town and then immediately getting killed. Like, it's actually the yeah. exact same issue I have with a movie that is like thematically very similar, which is John Carpenter's The Fog. I think the movie's boring as hell. God, it's so and, boring. And a lot of that is because the middle of it is just foggy night beaches. Ah, that's all yeah, it's got, and yeah. that's all this movie has for the middle portion too. And it's just like, yeah, like that could be cool and it could set a tone or a theme. But if that theme and tone is foggy and like just kind of muted why bother one thing i, I want to call out that was like at least for devin and i's viewing is it was a really interesting piece of the movie but the the coroner this movie really heavily features this old guy yeah and he's like really dapper looking he's got a flower on his jacket and he just he's the local coroner he's a fucking character for some reason yeah and every time the the sheriff finds <laughs> a body calling out his assistant for where he hides the weed <laughs> i know that yeah. was such a great scene like i just felt like the the coroner he was he was such a like a like a, I guess a good actor he's or, a great character he yeah. was just interesting well, yeah. well written too. and I'm glad that he got featured a lot he was something that I was really really remembering like yeah. whenever he would show he's up kinda, on scene kind of a bastard at all times yeah he he's... would talk shit to the sheriff a lot and kind of make fun of his investigations or... and he's also a freak I mean he also yeah. talks about uh, making up these bodies in a way that is very right. 
telling of what, what kind of person that's he every is. every corner in every movie ever. Well, that's I, the thing. I, well sort of, but the <laughs> thing is, so Return of the Living Dead, he has a he has a corner. I was just a normal him. dude in that movie. Uh, and he's, uh, he's but he's still most, weird. He's a little. He's one of the most the, likable people. The only, in the movie. Normal, likable, the only yeah. normal one I've ever seen is probably from Haunting of Hill House. Uh, yeah. She's not necessarily oh. a freak in that sense, but I actually whenever you say a movie with corners, they're always like, oh, people that dress up dead people, they must be weird, which I bet is very offensive to actual corners. I'm not saying that they really go too far out of the box here, but for some reason for me, he was just no, like no, no. enough he's, of he's, a swing he's a good, yeah, he's between a the no, weirdness no, of the village this, and, and the normalcy of the is, is not necessarily nefarious because he's a corner. There's a lot more to this character than just being a mortician. Yeah. It's very. I just really wanted to call him out because I thought he was interesting. He's a very important, yeah. great character, and, and again, well written. And he's got good good lines. Yeah, his, well his lines are really well written. Yeah. Especially I like our, our main dude too, but like for the most part, he's just yeah. guy. You know, sure. He's very. He's like a '50s guy, which is which is why the middle portion can get so boring is because it's mostly following him. Anytime he's not like chatting up the corner or trying to investigate, he's just. Looking around, I think I think dull. I think he's a good. With I think there. he's good. I, I, he is, but there's he's just fine. not a lot. To he's him. he's playing basically like he's so close to being um, a character more like in Wicker Man, where it's like that character is so straight laced and incredible, so yeah. he's he, he. But what makes him interesting is ultimately the same kind of thing that they tried to make this guy interesting, which is that he's so straight laced and so by the yeah, books. The Wicker and Man so is so bullheaded and, and and frantic and yeah, and, that's and, weird. And, and it's strange. That's the thing is that they just needed to go a little a little farther with this character. To me. It reminds me of like people that try to emulate like a Twin Peaks or something. There's yes, like, yep. there's basically an X factor that you just have to have. Sure, you can't yeah. produce of course, it really. This, this predates to Twin Peaks, but well, well, sure, sure, sure. Similar vibe to but it. I'm yeah, saying yeah. like if you try to, if someone's like, hey, I'm gonna make an investigative story about a girl yes. dying in the middle of a nowhere town, it's gonna be like Lynch. You're gonna be like, no, fuck you. It's gonna be <laughs> shit. Good luck. Don't bother. Um, just don't do it. And and I feel like this movie was so close on so many cylinders, yeah. but. Oh, but God, by comparison to the movie we watched tonight, <laughs> this is a fucking masterpiece. When, when, you watch, when you watch a movie like Burial Ground, it really makes you rethink everything you've watched. <laughs> it makes you rethink your life. Yeah, it makes you what am I fucking life. doing with my life? Um, well, let's, let's wrap it up. Uh, I, I'm going to go back and, and piggyback off what you just said. And, and this this was way different than I thought. I thought it was going to be schlocky, goofy, especially if you look yeah, at some of the DVD yeah, art yeah. from it. You're like, oh, this yeah, is going to be silly yeah. as hell. Um, uh, the artwork is, is really cool. The, the main, uh, yeah. main poster is really And then really you read the synopsis cool. yeah. and it's like, oh, people get picked off in a town and get reanimated yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And you're like, this is going to be crazy. It's yeah. not that at all. No. It's actually pretty straight laced. It's actually pretty serious, self serious, uh, and very Twin Peaksy, very um, uh, Twilight Zoney, mm-hmm. which is cool. On paper, even that sounds pretty awesome. Written by Daniel Bryan, uh, Bannon with uh, with Stan Winston uh, doing the makeup and the special effects. Robert England. All here. of that. Robert England in this motherfucker. Uh, prior to uh, pre Freddy. I was going to say this is pre Freddy. Pre Freddy. Yeah. But Which anyway. is funny because there's somebody that they keep joking being called Freddy. Yeah. Yeah. Freddy. yeah. yeah. Anyway. All these things you're like, damn, hell yeah, this sounds dope. Um, unfortunately, it doesn't quite nail it like you would hope. Uh, I actually, in hindsight, kind of wish it was the schlockier, sillier, more bizarre, weird. I, only, the only thing I'd heard about this movie really is that it's weird and out there and bizarre. And I was like, this is going to be weird, trippy, ball, you know, uh, balls to the walls. I kind of wish I had that version of it. You know, I um, think it's the director. Yeah, I don't know the dir- yeah. I don't know the director as well. Um, what he has done, but uh, it does feel like they could have taken the yeah, same script uh, and the same yeah, actors and made yeah. it into. I, th- I think that. I think on paper it is weird. It's yeah. just that it just doesn't yeah. have that like the tone's that wrong. X factor. I don't know if you could somehow extract two different movies out of this one and, 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 <laughs> and nail the more serious one. That's an awesome movie, or just make it completely schlocky and fun. That's an awesome movie yeah. right there. This yeah. one, this is perfect. Uh, like remake bait right here. Yeah, maybe yes. Yeah, this is sure. a yeah. that's a very good, yeah. very good point. This should be remade. You can turn this point. into like a TV show. Yeah, yeah. They, they didn't expand enough on the body snatcher reanimated esqueness of it. Uh, there, there was some really one or two moments where you're like, holy shit, this is what's going down. 
and they didn't really expand on it like I would want them. And then I looked at my clock and I was like, this movie's going to end in 10 minutes? Wow. <laughs> yeah. And it does. They backload a lot. It just is. Yeah. Um, remake this bad boy, though. I, I, I was going in fully expecting to get this uh, a light stinker and I think I still have to but man that movie is that last movie is skewing my taste right now <laughs> I'm gonna have to stick to my gut and give it a, a light stinker but after I swear to god no joke I want to give it a gym now just because I just watched Buried, uh, Buried <laughs> isn't it hard to put them in the same camp same year they're same both year. in the same camp I, I same year this movie I I, I could recommend um, if you're really, really looking for something interesting and different uh, but it's a light stinker because it drags so much in the second half uh, or at least rather in the middle. I don't know. It's a light, 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 light stinker with um, a little bit of a recommendation. Manton? Yeah, this is a weird one because of uh, a lot of different factors. Like, I, I watched this in two pieces, and I think one piece is really good, and one Great is... Great a- <laughs> 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 and I looked at each other. Wait, uh, who was going to make the, uh, the anime joke? One piece is You really said one good. piece. Oh. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you guys remember anime? Yeah. I remember uh, One Piece. Laugh it up, uh, I've actually never seen that. Anyway, uh, but the uh, the first portion of this is um, just a little dull, and it's not bad. It's just it, it, it's it's a little dull, and that's the thing is that uh that you know this would be ripe for a remake or some kind of different telling of this, where mm-hmm. either make it longer and flesh everything out, yes. or make it shorter and goofy as fuck. <laughs> I, I started thinking about. I thought Brandon was gonna make a penis, like joke a penis there. joke, yeah. fleshing it I'm out. I'm thinking longer, about a food analogy I'm gonna do for my review. Of, oh, course, no. of course you okay. are. <laughs> um, no, but, but but that all being said, I actually do think that this one is slightly worth a watch. I I don't know. It it, it could be a burial, burial ground clouding my perspective. On Absolutely, this. it's definitely possible. Um, but I I think this one is worth your time. I think this is better than it almost should be. Um, no, it should be worse. Actually, I kind of wish it was. I, I and yeah. I and I'm with you, and I'm with you for sure. It should and be dumber. I think. Yes. I think that you could really take it either way. I, I didn't even think about uh, this until you said it, Devin. But you said more serious, and now I'm like, actually, that you could can be extract really cool two too. different movies from it, man. Yep. I agree. Um, but this being where it is, and what we've got is what we've got. Um, I do think that it is worth your time if you know what you're getting into. Like, understand this isn't chalk. This is going to be something that is a little on the slow side. Think like. Uh, Dylan said the fog uh, sort of a, uh, a body snatcher sort of deal here um, yeah it's it's okay it's okay it's a light very light gem for me all right Dylan I honestly didn't know going in what I was going to give this and I don't think I do I'll figure it out by the end of my review here <laughs> Let's uh, go. I'm rooting for you buddy <laughs> but I, I, I agree I think the the opening very opening portion of this and the ending are very very strong Agreed. like there's some really good shit here uh, <clears throat> and it's a really good looking movie it's well acted it's well written like all of these things should work but together somehow they kind of don't. And I think it's because the movie doesn't really exactly know what it wants to be. It feels like a, uh, like a Lovecraft adaptation. It's got like a shadow over Innsmouth yeah. vibe to it. Like it feels, uh, but it's, it's, it's less self-serious than those would be. And then it's also feels like it would be like a Stuart Gordon Lovecraft one. That's like <laughs> bonkers, you know, sort of craziness like reanimator, but it's not quite that either. Yeah. And it's stuck in this weird middle ground that I have a hard time recommending. Although there's some cool stuff here. And I think overall, based on just how kind of dull I found and, and like literally unwatchable in the sense that like I couldn't fucking tell what was happening yeah, in was large portions of points, it yeah. in the middle. Uh, I, I don't know if it's worth the ending here. I would love, love, love this if it was a part of a creep show. If it was a short, I think it would be fantastic because mm-hmm. uh, it's got a real yeah. Twilight Zoney vibe to it. Kind of an EC comic sort of thing. Yes. Um, but it just doesn't justify its runtime, unfortunately. Uh, and so I was. 
just mostly a little bit bored. Uh, so the ending didn't quite work either. It's a light stinker for me, but there is something to recommend here. It may work for you. And I think it might be worth checking out if it sounds interesting. Uh, but I, I just didn't care for it too much. It's just so weird because like, um, again, like on paper and, and, it's, and it's as far as the great. premise yeah. goes, it's like something I've never seen. Yeah. Like the the whole concept and when, it, when, they, when they reveal what's going on with the town, it's like, I've never seen that. Yeah. That's really yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. I, I think that it is a concept we've seen, but it's just done, done differently well. enough. Differently, yeah. yes. But of course, it's, it's bat body snatchers. Of course, it's reanimation. Of course, it's all that. But man, the whole fucking, the whole thing together is, is very unique and cool. But man, I don't know, Blooster. That's what I'm saying. Remake it, man. Yeah. Remake it. I think sure. that this Re-animate movie, this bitch. when we were, when Devin and I were sitting down to watch this, like we were talking up all the different pieces of the puzzle here. Like it's got great, you know, yeah. we've got famous actors. We've got legendary writers. We've got yeah. legendary makeup artists. Like yep. we were fucking hyped. Like Music we were hyping it. solid at first. Exactly. And and I think this movie has mo- like glints of greatness. And I, I don't want to, I don't want to downplay this movie because it there's does. obvious talent here. Yeah. Things are great in this movie. I'll say great. There are some yeah. great, oh, yeah. there's some greatness to this movie yeah but the, it's just so unfortunate because the majority like the, there's a huge portion in the middle i'm like dylan i love the beginning yep i was super engaged ending's and we- fucking great and weirded out ending's i like the ending and i was freaked out and but but the middle just was so hit or miss for me that i completely checked out and it's a huge bummer and so my food analogy here is oh, that no. is it's like a burger okay? <laughs> okay and you got these buns and i'm talking fucking artisanal mm. grade pretzel <laughs> bun absolutely fresh baked it's hot out of the oven <laughs> or hot, i don't know how you make a pretzel bun. Uh, you use the oven i yes. figured it'd be the oven yeah. and you've just got the greatest fixings you got that hand-picked organic spinach yeah, slower you know, and you've got some just absolutely handcrafted oh barbecue sauce took a week to make that sauce boy and you just got all the proper fixings and then you get to the meat and that's where you expect that good stuff and it's a it's fucking overcooked. It's an Applebee's microwave burger. It's <laughs> oh, overcooked. No. So you bite into it and you're like, damn, your teeth, your teeth and your mouth are tasting all that good stuff. And then you get to the meat and it's rubbery. just rubbery. That's just sawdust. It's rubbery. It's chalky. That's and bullshit. That's, are you sure it's not sea dust? You don't. See, oh, <laughs> hey, my favorite joke. Did you already say that joke? Yeah, I did. I, I had to explain it because yeah, I just I wanted for like two minutes. I would have set up that Dylan laughed so hard. That's yeah. how I knew Dylan was broken. Um, so this movie. This is one where if somebody came up to me that was a horror fan and said that they'd seen it or said that they heard about it, I get the appeal. Like, I think that this movie is interesting and I'm I'm going to look back on it kind of fondly. But I think for me, I just couldn't recommend it. It wasn't for me in the moment wasn't right. And I didn't I feel like I didn't get anything about what I wanted. Like I I didn't get anything out of this that I was expecting or hoping for or wanting, but I was interested and, and what I was being sold. I don't know. This is a really mixed bag, but it's sadly, it's a stinker for me. Yeah. It's like you're, you're getting a fucking meal prepared to you by Chef Bobby Flay on one of his off days. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's like in his fucking you stained know, underwear. You're all excited. You're like, I know this I'm guy. I'm sorry. I'm not at my best. I, I'm hungover as well. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know that his off day, it's still delicious. I mean, yeah, Still yeah, better than be honest, whatever be the fuck I'm doing. Daniel Bannon or whatever. Yeah. Well, sure, sure. Um, all right. Let's, uh, let's move on to our last movie of the night, uh, Buried. Which came out in 2010 with Ryan Reynolds. I love that Manton gets this one in a coffin. He's gonna nail it. Uh, Get it. Put the nail in that coffin. He's gonna nail it. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Of course uh, you did. All right, sure. Manton. Talk to me, Daddy. Yeah. The, the the one challenging bit is I'm gonna attempt not to say too much about it because uh, the premise of this it's film. It's a whole mystery, basically. Yeah. Uh, the entire premise of this film is that Ryan Reynolds um, is playing a, a truck driver who is. Uh, doing sort of supply runs just like corporate supply civilian uh supply runs in uh iraq uh during you know some conflicts there and uh he wakes up inside a coffin a small (laughs) box 
uh, and he's buried underground, and he is trying his darndest uh, to get out of said box, and the entire film takes place. In I said cannot box. believe that. I, I thought it was going to cut somewhere else, Me and too. it never did. Well, I thought it was going to start off at least yeah. like, like, hey, I'm at a birthday party. This is my wife. This is no. my family. Right. And then, yeah. boom, no. you're in the coffin. And this movie starts off in Bold, a goddamn coffin. That would have happened in like 2003. They would have That's done fucking that. dope. Yeah. Yeah. This uh, reminded me a lot of Open movie. Waters a little bit. Just yep. this laser focused uh, premise. Stuff like that. This is like tailor made. For my fear, which is like I really truly hate this uh, is tight faces, sure, yep. and, and I have a big problem watching movies uh, where there's even moments like the the new Blair Witch. Uh, there's a scene oh, where yeah. she's yeah. Stuck, That's effective, actually yeah. stuck in a little spot, and I it really fucked with me. So going into this, I was horrified. It's, it's horrifying. Okay. Um, I'm gonna make a bold claim right now. There will not be, and there never has been a siege narrative as tight as this one. Uh, yep, sure. <laughs> it, would, enough. it would be I impossible. Right. Right? I, I think it would be impossible. We have we have one character on film yeah. the entire yes. movie. And, I mean, this is, this can is I just Ryan say that Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds is great? Technically, God too. Damn it. And, yeah, he is really and, good. And, good. And I have to say, you saying that, I, I, I almost forgot, I watched this this morning, I almost forgot that there's only one character and it's in a coffin the whole time because so much is going on yeah. well, that you I, I'm looking back and thinking that more stuff is happening, but it's that, that's the thing I want to emphasize. So when Manton sold me the premise on this, I was like, oh, I was not looking. There's no way it's gonna yeah. work. I was yeah. fucking terrified. But they do a great job of. Uh, I'm trying. I can't think of any analogies right now, but things kind of escalate, right? As the he's in, good. as he's in his box, things are going to evolve yes. based on things he finds in they, the coffin, things that he finds outside the coffin. It's because importantly, they widen the scope, and I think yes, this is the, important. The, the, yeah, the smartest thing this entire movie does is give him a cell phone, which yes. Like, he, that's not a big spoiler. He found it pretty early yeah. on his person there, but it allows him to contact the outside world. He's got like a, a you know a line to them, and it's basically just him having conversations with yeah. people. And then you know he'll have the time when he tries to cope with himself in the coffin. Then another call to yeah. another person. But it is unbelievable how rapidly paced and yeah. like yeah and and, yeah. and flies by how many characters there are yeah. in a movie about Ryan Reynolds in a box. I, I think that this is this is one of the strongest elements because uh, especially in the beginning where it's like okay who do you call and there's you know there's, there's a lot of options that you have there you have like you know the FBI you've got the police you've got your family all these different people and then there's also the element that like this phone has two little uh, charges of battery left yeah, yeah. and um, you know so he's on a time limit here on this phone and the thing that that's so um, and exciting and frustrating to watch is him trying to explain to people what's happening and why they shouldn't waste and, time and they don't get it and yeah. you know he's in this incredibly stressful situation and and you know I, i'm thinking to myself like i wouldn't be able to last one second and explain this to somebody claustrophobia and, be damned i think the scariest part of this movie is that in so many of those phone calls he is so pressed for time and can't yeah, get that it's across horrifying. it's it's his dealings with other people in yeah. this that are just it, terrifying and so many people well, are just like whoa dude calm, calm down, down. Quit being like, an what? asshole he's in a coffin yeah. <laughs> this is the thing that i you're I, there with them and you understand yeah. this is the thing that i want I I definitely want to say for this this movie plays so well to its fears like very specific fears okay so you obviously have claustrophobia being literally buried alive that's terrifying snakeophobia right snakeophobia kelsey couldn't watch that she literally looked away from the screen um but then there's that's this scientific term for there's it. there's <laughs> this there's this uh just element of trust right he's calling these people right and he's, yeah. he's calling yeah. he's trying to call yeah. the government he's calling his family he's calling family it's, like it's uh, brutal right there's he's calling his company ones. And everyone's just like, calm down, we're working for you, trust us, right? And he literally is 
on a time limit in this coffin. He's going to suffocate or die another way any day, any like any he, second. He's now. on multiple time limits because exactly. there's, there's bombs going it off escalates. in front of him. There's there's, yeah. there's his phone that could potentially could die. die. He could suffocate. He the, could run out of the air. The light is flew in. But that's the thing. So All many the while things. this is going and everything's so slowly ramping clocks. up. Oh, but, but he is just he literally has to trust. This guy says he's helping me and he's looking for me. I hope he's not lying, right? I hope he's not sitting in his desk and jacking off. And then uh, the, uh, even just as horrifying or another horrifying element is you got to think about everybody else's like uh, motives. Like they, right. they, maybe they don't want this to become a big news story. Maybe this oh, is bad so stuff involving his so, company is yeah, this, absolutely yeah, gut-punchingly horrible. There is a brutal, brutal, brutal moment where he talks to his company. Um, even even the guys that you want to trust. Um, that you have to trust as a, as a viewer and as Ryan Reynolds' character. You, you just literally have, have to. no other choice. You have no choice. You're yeah. like, does this guy really Please have somebody. my best interest Please somebody. at heart? Or is he just trying to get me to shut the fuck up until I die so that this doesn't That's the thing. You story. never know. They, yeah. tell you that, they tell you that they're looking for you, but yeah. deep down you're like, I, I don't know. Are they know. actually doing That's this? The Do I trust this guy with my life? outside of the coffin. We don't yeah. see people going after yeah. him. We yeah. know as much as he does. It's exactly. Smart. Uh, We're stuck in there with him. Something that was kind of... Who wouldn't want to be? It looks like he's big enough for both of us. I think I could, I could stop. <laughs> oh, Ryan, um, uh, which of the Ryans do you guys like, Gosling or Reynolds? I mean, they're they both, like both, both so very dreamy. Like yeah. Ren Reynolds like a is Ryan such sandwich. so charming and fun. <laughs> uh, Gosling probably better in, in, in the coffin. He's my little Gosling. Anyways, so uh, what I did want to say though is that like the beginning of this, we have like um, this music that reminds me something of like yeah, it's, 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 a, mix, <laughs> intro. it's a mix of uh, Mission Impossible and like Psycho, and and even throughout the mu the movie itself. Sometimes uh, every now music and then. Cues the music, up. the music is, is, is it's a little weird. weird. But I will say this: I I was weird out at first, but I actually have come around to it big time it because it does work. I think it's fine. I think I think the reason that it works is because it is very optimistic sounding and uplifting sounding. I think without it, it would be so oh, yeah. so so dismal, and just utterly hard to miserable. Watch. Oh, I my agree biggest with that. worry going into this movie and. Like I put it off basically until today. I watched it this morning. Like I, I didn't watch it because I was like, oh, I don't want to watch Ryan Reynolds buried in a coffin <laughs> yeah. for an yeah, hour and a half. Yeah. Um, but this movie like keeps you involved and keeps you engaged and keeps you with enough hope that it doesn't feel you like the carrot on the stick is so close. I also think that, that Ryan Reynolds is just he's charismatic so, he's enough. The, he's the perfect person my, for this, my, yeah. Some of my favorite scenes are when he's like calling family members and leaving messages and things like that. He's so uh, jovial and like optimistic about the whole there's, thing. There's some really genuinely funny bits yeah. in this. He, yeah, he manages to be moments. funny despite having anxiety and being yeah. literally buried alive. I and, do also want to say though the flip side of that is that like this is oppressively it's, stressful yeah. and depressing and like yes. it's I, I was honestly you out a I was bit. honestly surprised at how just brutal I, this I is. I had to stop it about like a third of the way in and just take a breather like and walk away. I don't blame you. Uh, but you know I gladly came back to it too because it's like I gotta see what happens like I gotta yeah, make sure he gets yeah, out this of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah this yeah. one wore on me honestly uh, but during after I, I had to go I had to go for like a run I needed to get something get those um, endorphins flowing again after this one but it, 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 it's, it's a it worked in a way different from what like Manton was talking about open water which I think is still a pretty good movie but like that one is fucking miserable it's like just it is miserable. just yeah. two people out in the open and you know they're gonna die like there's no goddamn yeah. hope in hell that they're not going to but this one keeps that that care I had no stick. idea what was gonna happen I didn't know it, yeah. It, yeah. it's it's yeah. it's kind of funny like it's very twist. heartfelt I don't know. like there's yeah. there's enough going on in here that like yeah it, it feels very different it doesn't feel like it's beating you down I think yep. it's going to be more surprising if you check out this movie than you think it. Just yeah. a guy sitting in a box is going to. Oh, be. not at all. I what think I we all four yeah. went in kind of uh, reluctant to start I, this one. I, on I've been wanting to watch this for years. I've heard really 
good thing. It's good. I, I I assumed that there was a little more to this, but yeah. But really though, like even even knowing it's more impressive like, that there's not. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. That's the thing, right? Is that like never you, leave the box. I I, you I never heard, leave the box. I heard this is Ryan Reynolds in a box. And, that's literally uh, what it is. Ryan Reynolds in a box. That's, and that's literally all it is. And, that's the elevator I, speech for this movie. And I think even knowing that, like, you really don't know what you're getting into. I, I think my one nitpick, I have one nitpick of this movie, which is uh, the scene with the, the snake I thought was it's not a little, not too little much. Yeah. I thought I, it was I, ridiculous. I, 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 it was so ridiculous that it kind of took me out a little bit. But I mean, that... It, that, that, that is that is one like a short scene out of out of a great great rest of the film yeah for me. it's it's really uh, again all of this sounds absolutely nonsensical but like it's it, there's some really cool shots some really yeah, cool yeah. Uh, visuals of this coffin when it's when when it kind of pans out a little yeah, bit yeah, oh, yeah, yeah like some cool scenes. stuff yeah. yeah yeah there's some really cool visual work here with that's, just a dude in a box yeah that's the thing too is I should point out it's like a as dude somebody in a box, right? I have a good reference <laughs> as wow okay uh, so as somebody that does have like a horror claustrophobia interestingly like not the entire That's movie the didn't give me this, the yeah. it, well it, it's up it's there part but, of it but, but of like it. that it's not the entire film there are tons of scenes where like they they sort of use like clever uh, uh filmmaking to sort of like pull away from the box and yeah you know you you have mostly black screen but see him kind of yes. uh, from a above yeah. view again they do a, a lot of different really cool. things to kind of relieve some of the tension mm-hmm. as the viewer it's the sameness it doesn't feel yes samey despite no, you're it, literally right yeah, it's, it's not boring but you get so much different stuff think about, think about think about how boring our first movie is and then think about and then oh, we, yeah. we watch a literal, to run around yeah. we, we got pissed off that we always saw people walking around this movie no one's walking no he's one's laying walking. down yeah he's laying down <laughs> and it's somehow it's so oh boy that is absolutely this movie, offensive this movie could have been an audio drama and the mm-hmm. same way that pony pool yeah, sure. could have been an audio yeah, drama yeah. and i mean Pawnee, it is to know pony pool yeah. is, is notably one of the coolest best zombie movies I've seen and there's maybe zombies for 1% of the movie because it's a dude wearing headphones and you're just hearing what's happening outside yeah. and that's mm-hmm. horrifying that's intriguing that's amazing and you and you live or die by the charisma of your main dude uh, Grant um, whatever his name was Conroy uh, Paul Conroy Paul, Paul Conroy, Conroy but, yeah. his, but his fictional name is Grant something um, and, and Ryan Reynolds is able to kind of take on that same challenge and, and nail oh, it oh sorry you meant Pontypool gotcha Pontypool yeah sorry yeah Pontypool is it, it's like Grant something with it anyway. The no main idea. dude is just talking on a microphone. He has headphones in, and it's that's the majority of the movie, and it works. This is the same kind of thing, except it's Ryan Reynolds in a box, and he's <laughs> just as charismatic. Every time we say Ryan Reynolds in a box, it sounds so dismissive, but it is no. what I, one of the things that I think makes this movie work so much is because on paper, Ryan Ryan Reynolds in a box, you're pretty sure you know kind of what the movie could do. But goddamn, do they blow away what the possibilities sure. of Ryan Reynolds yeah, in a box? Yeah. Are. I think they pretty much stretch that concept as much as you can go. More like, than I thought. One, that they one could. thing we haven't highlighted that I was really noticing and digging on was just the audio, right? Like mm-hmm. the visuals are stretched as far as they can go with the, the, the few different colors we can play with, and as far as like what you can do with a guy in a box. But the audio does the same thing too. We literally have a phone, a, exactly, a gadget, and him talking to people. But it's just Grant Massey, goddamn it, I knew. It. Just, just blending <sighs> in, just blending in the phone conversations and music, like. They, they managed to bring up extreme tension yeah and then just moments there's, of complete silence that are terrifying there's almost like moments of like puzzle solving too where it's like okay uh it's like a one, thriller one thing we need to do is like turn off the uh vibrate function yeah. it needs to be on you know the ringtone because that'll use less battery yeah. and then him trying to figure out how to change the language of the phone it's and there's like, all these phone numbers he's writing down on the coffin with the pencil that he's left with uh, so yeah. he's got to kind of organize yeah. what where those are coming from and it's who they crazy. are 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, there's something very smart and very impressive about these movies. Again, I'm going to bring it up with Pontypool because that's what I thought of is you got to have the headphones and, and, and the outside world. Yes, and phone booth as well. You got to have a phone in the coffin. You got to have a phone in the phone booth, of course. <laughs> and then you got to have like a radio in, in the radio station. Uh, but you don't need to have that much at your disposal, setting wise, to create an incredible narrative, an incredibly scary, tense uh, story. And we saw that with Ryan Reynolds in a box. But Dude, don't you wish they showed like his family being scared? And yeah, right. I'm so glad. That I they thought didn't. for sure. I'm telling you, like, if it's not clear, this movie is an hour and forty, hour and thirty five minutes, and it's literally just there's nothing except the coffin, nothing. It, but it is all killer, no filler. Like this yes. thing justifies the shit out of its runtime. I wasn't bored for a second. Whereas the hour second. and thirty minutes of yes. burial grounds felt like a fucking eternity. Yeah, yes. this is the kind yeah. of movie where I'm if I'm if I'm walking out of the room to grab a, a water, I'm pausing it because I need to see yep. what's happening. Where this last movie we watched. Oh, you'll, you'll fucking miss something. Yeah, you'll miss yeah. something. You every need, second you, of this movie, every, you're going to miss something. Every yeah, second yeah. fucking matters. I want to emphasize that <laughs> because in our last movie, uh, the first movie that we wa- talked about tonight, but the one we Nothing. watched tonight, you could walk out for 10 Nothing minutes matters. and you wouldn't miss a fucking thing. You might miss some fucking This movie, if you were gone for 10 minutes, <laughs> which would actually be great for your health. Yeah. In this movie, if you walked away for 10 minutes, you would you would probably not understand what's going yeah. on in the movie yeah. because you'd be lost. And Ryan Riddles is in a fucking box. I know. You literally can't. How be do you lost. lose them? I'm pretty sure this came to theaters and did really poorly. Oh, I Are you sure it did. It's a yeah. hard sell. I thought it did well in theaters. I, I I thought it did poorly. I I'll probably maybe, I, it maybe up. I read wrong. I, I mean, so. honestly, I get it. If if Matt and I are you know young teens and he's like, let's go to the movie theaters. We could watch right. Uh, you know, Final Destination 25 or, or Ryan we could watch in a box. A guy in a box. I'm like, because at the time I don't know who Ryan well, Reynolds like, is. You know, but even then, like, yeah, this is like pre Deadpool and stuff like that. So he wasn't huge. And there was Van Wilder. Uh, it's 2010. Sure. But I mean, he he hadn't he was like re- he hadn't, dog he hadn't uh, <laughs> resurged like he has now. Um, but the thing is, like you know, th- this it is kind of a hard sell because especially in 2010, it's like okay, it's about this guy in Iraq, and it's like you know he's he's stuck in a box it's like who who do you sell this to who do you tell to go watch this wow it's a bad elevator what? pitch but it's got a, such a confident yeah, execution right? Blue, what you got. i know it made like forty thousand dollars right? oh it's no. bad what uh, opening weekend in september 26 2010 they made a hundred thousand Oof. and it grossed in theaters one million dollars what was, what was the budget on it you think three million that's oh, actually no. pretty that's pretty insane I bet it's done well since then. I hope so. I hope so, too. Woo. I heard a lot of great things about it. Um, you guys will be happy to know it was filmed in Spain. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> it literally doesn't matter where they <laughs> yeah, filmed no, it. That's why it doesn't joking. matter. Oh, that was Spanish dirt. Okay. Why gotcha. were they... Sp- is, is the director I, I think, Spanish? Yes. Yeah, the Maybe. So, yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, I, don't, I don't know why, but yeah, that's a real <laughs> it tragedy. Was, it was shot in his garage. <laughs> it could have been. You it fucking could film this anywhere. Yeah. The director did it, wouldn't they even have to be on site, probably. They could just Skype him in. <laughs> this is Ryan Reynolds in a coffin. We'll, we'll do this. I'm here. I'm in, I'm in my coffin. We're doing this remotely. Let's go. This is actually my own coffin. I just <laughs> happen to have. I brought this one. All right. I brought my it. own coffin to the set. <laughs> that's why they hired him. Let's wrap uh, it up. Um, Buried yeah. is really good. It's uh, shockingly good. It's one of the best scenarios I've ever seen. One of the one. It's not one of. It is the tightest, most airtight <laughs> seizure you've ever seen. Oh, yeah. It's one character necessary, one character on film in a coffin in the smallest setting you'll ever have, and and, and it nails it. I mean, absolutely nails it. Uh, no pun intended. Um, and it's just so much more than you could possibly, yeah. possibly fathom 
with with what you're what what you're probably envisioning. Um, thinking back on the movie, it's one of those movies where, in hindsight, it feels like there was a lot more going on than what it what was literally on screen. Yeah, yeah. it feels like I did see more stuff. It feels like there was outside yeah. shots and it, stuff. In your head, you in see my, these people like yes, imagination. In, the, in their offices. Yes, and, I'm picturing right. things in my head that didn't happen in the movie, uh, and that's just that's just indicative of a fucking really really uh, special talented. Um, I don't know, film. I'm going to give it a strong, strong gym. Again, nice. I'm going to liken it one last time to Pony Pool because that's one of my favorite uh, very small siege narratives as well where basically not much is happening on screen, but so much is happening off screen and in your imagination as well. It, it, it builds that outside world very, very smartly. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a strong gym. Like, I, I, I don't know why I took this long to get around to it, but I'm glad I saw it. It's so worth watching. If you haven't seen it, check it out. Manton? Uh, I watched this last week, uh, I think like shortly after we recorded last episode, like Tuesday or Wednesday or something. And I, I was like really, really, really impressed by this. And I, and I was really stressed out for you guys to watch it. I was like, I'm going to be the lone defender. You guys are going to hate this movie. And I, <laughs> I'm going to be stuck defending this. That's uh, what I thought when you told me about I it. I am so, so glad that, that you guys enjoyed this. Cause I, I love this. I, th- I thought this was great. Um, I, I, I do think it's not quite perfect. I, uh, there were some things that kind of stretched a little too far for me. Mm-hmm. The thing with the snake was just a little sure. bit, not the fact that the snake was there, but how he tries to deal with it was a yeah, little absurd. Stupid. I was like, I agree. I was like, a little goofy. Oh, that is maybe he just... was losing oxygen, dude. It's the only way I can explain. <laughs> I just wanted to fuck with people's sure. phobias at, at, at that point. Sure. Uh, but that all being said, like this is a, a bold ass movie. Um, yeah, and, and, and I think that they did, uh, they, they pulled it off. Uh, the people involved with this movie definitely pulled it off. I think that, uh, if if you are someone that is claustrophobic, it you're gonna be in trouble. Um, but but in a good way. I I think that this plays with that fear really really well. Even if you're not, I I think that anybody could could sort of uh, it, it's hard not for you to think about yourself in this situation when you watch this film. Sure. And it's a horrifying situation mm-hmm. to be in. This is a great put yourself in the character's shoes. Or a kind terrible of choice. Yeah. Well, I'm saying it's a horrible experience, but I mean, it's fun to think. Well, it's not. No, fun. no, it's <laughs> you not. You keep using the wrong words. It's but, a yeah. cool, it's an interesting exercise cool, to see what you fun. would do. Um, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. You're uh, totally right. Um, yeah, this is, this is a really strong gem for me. I, I definitely recommend it. I, I hate that I waited so long because uh, it's, it's, it's really good. It fucked with me. It fucked with me. It's 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 a gem. It's sure. The one last thing I I, I wanted to add um, is, I, I, we don't spoil things on this podcast, and this is a movie that can you cannot oh, spoil. Yeah. But um, this movie could have wrapped up a number of ways, and it was going to be polarizing no matter what. Yeah. That's this, that's just the way it is. I will say I could I could have used a different ending, but I, not I me. Like it. I like that's it. not, not a discredit to the film. That's just my taste. Um, I, I uh, but but again, it will be divisive. It'll be yeah. divisive no matter what happens. Yeah, uh, Dylan. Yeah, this movie uh, was just surprisingly outstanding. Like, uh, came out of nowhere with a concept that I I don't think you could sell fucking anybody on, and apparently you didn't because it didn't do very well. This is a, a hard hard sell in every sense of the word. You have a limited scope. You have an hour and thirty minute runtime of that limited <laughs> scope with one actor in a box, and I can't think of a, another director or pair of people besides this guy and Ryan Reynolds who could have pulled this off. Uh, but God damn, did they, this movie is really, really fucking good. Uh, and surprisingly. So it's a movie that I never would have thought worked, uh, or should work, but it absolutely does, uh, in just about every way. Uh, and I was surprised by how much I mm-hmm. found this effective. I don't know if love is the right word because I still think that this one is a hard sell. It is. Yeah, it is. It's yeah, a brutal yeah. movie. Uh, but it is, it's great. It's really, really great. Uh, so for me, this is a strong, strong gem. I like the hell out of this thing. It's a feat. Uh, speaking of feet, 
Bleach has got some stanky ones. What's up, Bleach? What's your <laughs> I am oh, like the nice segue. <laughs> I am like the feet of this podcast. <laughs> in what way? Um, I don't know. I suck. I'm, a, I'm on the ground. I'm in the got dirt. God, I love dick in the dirt, feet. and I stink. Um, I, I'm glad that we emphasized just what this movie is because I don't want to. As much as we're talking Can't it up, undersell it. I don't want to oversell that this yep. movie has anything else going on for it other than what we've already talked about. And I think that's important because once you have that in your head, I think you're going to be surprised. And one thing that I really want to sell in my review here is that, yes, the primary fear in this movie is tight spaces, but there's, there's so, so much, much more, more yeah. going on. Like Dylan brought this up earlier. Family drama, like, social, like social horror. Social horror. Dylan, Jesus. that's the stuff that was getting me because like my what, entire... Who to, who to trust government-wise. Yeah. Exactly. Even, uh, I Dude, spend like the, the, this movie. I'm sorry to cut you off. Did like such an incredible job of like just how dehumanized you are. Oh, yeah. by, by your corporation that you work for. Yeah, yeah. It's woke uh, as fuck. Jesus, yeah. this Christ. movie hit a lot of strings for me that I didn't expect going in. And like I spend all day talking to people on the phone, and so there's always this element of you know you can't see someone, you mm-hmm. can't see their body language. You they may, could be naked for all you right. Know. You've never met them. You don't know what's going on. You don't know what their motivations are, what yeah. their intentions are. You know you. You can't tell in their voice, you know, like if I'm talking to you guys, what they mean. And so the entire movie is about this element of trust and him trying everything he can think of in such a limited, tight timeline to figure out what to do to save himself. And it's fucking horrifying. And and there's like by the end of the movie, I was getting so stressed out. Like this movie kind of dr- it exhausted me because it was so effective. Yeah. And yeah. so mm-hmm. it's a gem. You know what you're getting in for. But I think that if you've heard this, you should know that we think you should go check it out. And I hope you do. It's a gem. All right. That's four gems. Thank God we had this in the same week as the, to the be fucking fair, worst thing. Last uh, one was close. Dead and Buried is We had a, 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 yeah, Dead and Buried was, was we last had a, one was a solid sample. Uh, but size I, that, just one. to say how categorically awful uh, yeah. Burial Grounds we is. Do, we do somehow always pick the most dog shit movie to watch right before we record. We do. I think we I do it on purpose, right? I mean, we I thought could, that's what we were trying to say I thought this was, that Burial Grounds was going to be fun, but no. Yeah, I did too. All right. God, we were so fucking wrong. All right, before we get out of here, we have a game. This is from, from Paul. Um, Thank you, Daddy. Paul, Big Papa or, uh, yeah, Papa. These are like Papa Paul leftovers from Pablo, two yeah, months ago. Oh, is that what we're doing? Yeah, we're, okay, we're going to repeat these back Daddy's up. leftovers. This is, this <laughs> yeah. is the mashup game where we have two horror movie titles mashed up together, shared by one word in the middle. God, and he's too good for us. We'll start it up. Uh, thank you, Paul. Please send us more games because I'm too lazy to do it now. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to start it off and we'll pass it off. We have four of these. Um, puzzle number five. Stuart Gordon directs this film where Bruce Lee and John Saxon board a fishing boat on a voyage to a brutal kung fu death tournament in attempt... Oh, I, I think I know. Attempt, into the Dagon. Into the Dagon, yeah. Uh, death one. tournament in an attempt to infiltrate the tournament's host in international drug ring. Nasty weather hits the boat, though, and the group lands on a weird, rainy island where everyone seems very squishy and slippery and not unlike an H.P. <laughs> Lovecraft novel. It's weirder than it sounds. If it's Stuart so Gordon, funny. The, fish, the fish people definitely fuck. Oh, definitely. We've they seen do. Dagon. They do. We've and seen Dagon. Fuck, Dagon. fuck Dagon. We haven't yes. seen Enter the Dagon. I love that. All right. Clip. I forgot John Saxon was in Enter the Dragon. I I, I didn't know that I've either. Never what? seen Enter the He's Dragon. He's been in a shit ton of movies. Oh, interesting. I haven't seen that since I was like sax in middle on, school. Sax on, sax off. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Nope. In mm-hmm. the summer nope. of 1944, five years after the Spanish Civil War, Ophelia is caught in a tight spot. She loves her pregnant mother, but is at odds with her militaristic stepfather. To escape the pressures of the violent political world, Ophelia is enchanted by fairies and fawns and plastic boys. The plastic boy convinces Ophelia that she is a magical fairy princess. And Peter she Pan's starts, Labyrinth? <laughs> she starts an extreme uh, <laughs> She starts an extremely odd fixation, maybe sexual, with the lifeless plastic boy. I think we know the plastic boy part. Okay, right? It's oh, weird on so many levels. 
Um, yeah, Peter Pan's not plastic. No, it's, no. it's the boy. It is Pan's Labyrinth, it, but it's got to be the boy. No, 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 no. There's a certain movie that Dylan, uh, you and I, I think, are fans of. The Plastic uh, Boy. Plastic Boy. The pla- think oh, Pins Pin, Labyrinth. Pins Labyrinth. Yep, yeah. Pins Labyrinth. Oh, you got it. Pins nice. fucking rules. That movie's great. All right, here we I go. Uh, I, you want to take the next scene? I haven't seen yeah, Pins. Yeah. You I, should. It's, it's a weird it's uncomfortable, Pins, but Pins it's is very I, interesting. Really good. I, I gave it a stinker, yeah. but ultimately it's a movie that's kind of weirdly hung on to I me. I really like yeah. that movie. So that was Pin and Pans Labyrinth for listeners out there. Pins Labyrinth. Pins Labyrinth. All right, uh, this 2017 movie by Darren Aronofsky is so Louisville. It stars Nicolas Cage <laughs> and Jennifer Lawrence as two parents living in the suburbs of Louisville. Mother and mother mom, and dad. father or whatever. Mother and daddy or and mom and dad. So mother and dad. Mother and dad. Mother exclamation mark. Nicolas Cage is an aging writer who spends his time remaining uh, reminiscing about his glory days with his son, and Jennifer Lawrence is a pregnant mother, constantly doing her best to take care of the family's home, despite the fact that strangers keep showing up, mistaking their home for a B and B. The plot takes some very abstract turns and as some weird disease infects the adults yeah you're right and Nicolas Cage and all the other parents in the community attempt to kill their children all the house guests and visitors to Jennifer Lawrence home become feral and her unborn child meets a brutal ending the final act devolves into the kind of chaos that should work with Nicolas Cage but it's so extremely abstract that it's difficult to accept so it's mother and dad so it's mom and dad and mother, mother and dad Louisville. That's Nicolas so Cage is in Louisville yeah. and Jennifer Lawrence is from Louisville that's why you're saying this did, movie you, yeah. did you check the, the answer was that correct I did not but that's good I was going to say it. I thought it kind of, to me it kind of sounded like, it's definitely mother but to me it kind of sounded like Wicker Man with Nicolas Cage I was going to say is it Mother Man or something stupid Mother Man Mother Man <laughs> That would be so funny. I think also, of Mr. Mom. Uh, mother sucks. Yeah, that movie hard. fucking sucks. Yeah, I hated Mother. All right, let me scroll down here. All right, last puzzle. This is real sad. We're running out of leftovers here. All right. In the 90s ensemble, Meta Slasher, directed by James Cameron and starring Joshua Jackson, Robert England, and Linda Hamilton, college co eds, are being systematically murdered by a muscular cyborg assassin from the future in kills that hearken to the kind of stories passed from one generation to another around campfires and on long bus rides. Say oh, that what? again? You want to repeat the whole yeah, fucking thing? I, I yeah. lost. Oh, Devin, I hate that your phone tilts and takes you right back to the top of the email. Okay. In the 90s ensemble Meta Slasher, directed by James Cameron and starring Joshua Jackson, Robert England, and Linda Hamilton, College co-eds are being systematically murdered by a muscular cyborg assassin from the future in kills that hearken to the kind of stories passed from one generation to another around campfires and on long bus rides. Screaminator? What? I don't know. Screaminator. The robot from the future. What's the Josh Hartnett Robert England one? Is that (sighs) you guys are Urban Legends? Uh, I didn't see Urban Legends. Has Urban Legends got Robert England and Josh Hartnett? Probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that right? Then how do you combine those two then? Urban, tur- uh, tur- turbinator. turbinator? <laughs> Turbin- <laughs> okay, I think we're on the wrong. Uh... I was thinking oh, wait, Halloween H two O. Can, we possibly, get, Hartnett, can right? we possibly get this one? Have you looked at the answer Joshua. yet? I'm looking at the answer right now. Can we possibly get it? Is it Joshua Jackson or Josh Hartnett? You're close. Okay, you got the right movies. Urban it? Legends and Terminator. Yeah, I'll oh. tell you, you got the movies, but I want to see if you can get the way he combined them. It's pretty funny. Turbin, uh, tur- Turbin Legendator. Turban I, Legend? I, I, Turbin, I like that. Turban Legendator. <laughs> Alright, uh, right, I'll give it to you. It's the Terminator Bin Legend. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. Oh, we were, wow. We were, we were that one. Wow. wow. 
okay. Yeah, we definitely That's recommend great. that. Wait, Dylan, when you said, was that Urban Legends? I didn't see it, but I think it was. I was like, what? how did you get that? Because I knew Robert England was in that, and I knew that it had but, a... But Blizzard never remembered a single thing That's about true, a movie yeah. ever, so he wouldn't understand. Don't term, be term. a dude. It was Mother and Dad. Mother and Dad. Yeah. Mother sucks. Mom and Dad. That's what That was that movie. Yeah. Wow. All I right. Think, I don't, don't know that movie. All right. You, all right, you all right. watched it for the cast. Okay. Right uh, listeners out there, if you ever want to send us some fucking form of a game, we'll play it. Please, God. Yeah, just do it. Well, it doesn't have to be don't play games with our hearts. It can be literally any kind of horror themed game. We'll play it on cast if it doesn't suck. Um, finally, we're going to start announcing. We're going to continue announcing movies for next week. Next week, I think we're going to do. Uh, we're going to kind of wrap up the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise and do five, six, and seven. That is uh, Nightmare Child or Night- Dream Child. Dream Child. Uh, Freddy's, Freddy's dead, dead, and then Craven's new nightmare. Yeah. So those are the last three we'll spoiler do. Spoiler alert: Freddy's dead. Fucking rules. Whoa! Spoiler <laughs> for sure. Uh, yeah, we had fun watching that one recently, uh, and we've all seen one, two, three, and four by now. I don't think we've. I haven't seen two. You haven't seen two. We, we haven't reviewed them all yet, but we'll we, get to we it. We haven't reviewed point. two. We haven't reviewed two, but next week we'll we'll kind of probably do a very quick general cursory I idea of the it. whole franchise. Oh, yeah. And then we might even rank our favorites in which Ooh, order. That'll be tough. That'll, yeah, that'll be Ooh. interesting. Whoa. So we'll talk a lot about uh, Nightmare on Elm Street next week. Uh, so get your DVDs out and rewatch them so you can follow get along with us. Get, get your what out? Get your duties out. Duties DVDs out. out. Don't forget uh, to you, wipe. You, it sounded uh-huh. like you said duties. Get your duties like out that. and get your DVDs out. Rewatch oh, okay. them so then you can review them with us. Uh, on behalf of the Horrible Crew, thanks for listening and stay spooky. I've got nipples. You want to look at mine, Dev? I got nipples. <laughs> you loved your own joke. He loved that joke. <laughs> he could not even, he could, he couldn't even finish it before laughing. <laughs> <laughs> he just hit his eye. Oh, that's just the, that's just the cherry on top of this whole experience. <laughs> did, did the I'm gonna mic, go blind from this fucking movie. Did the mic pick that up? <laughs>